Hey, it's Jennifer Jones. Friends call me JJ. This platform is designed for a new leader that wants to become a great leader in the modern workplace. Over the last 15 years, I've learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you to get you there ASAP. When the leader gets better, we all get better. It's Monday again. Welcome to the Virtual Leadership Coffee Chat. If you don't already have it, go grab that cup of coffee, maybe that cup of tea. If it's a little late at night and you want a glass of wine, it's all right with me. You can always push pause. Let's go. All right, y'all, this is it. This is the last submission in what I believe are the top five things that we all should do to be more effective as leaders. We kicked off talking about getting to know your people. Then I spent several weeks talking about how you can get more organized. Last week, we talked about leading with humility. And in today's episode, I actually want to tackle the final two together. We should listen first, ask questions second. Have you ever sent an email that says, I see your point? When actually really what you meant to say, what was going through your head is, I actually do see your point. And I'm doubling down the fact that you are wrong, but thanks for your unsolicited input. Just kidding, but not really. I think the first thing around listening is we must listen to understand. Do you ever find yourself in a conversation with someone else? Maybe there's a little bit of a debate. And as they're giving their side or their point, you're literally running through your mind or doubling down on your point around how you are the moment the moment they take a breath, going to prove that everything they said was false to continue to support your opinion or support your perspective. That's not listening to understand. A little helpful relationship advice. Most of us do that often, even with our loved ones. But when you're in a situation where you, you need to listen, you really need to take the time to listen to understand. Oftentimes leaders believe that I'm listening just to understand where they're coming from so I can then respond with what I had already thought they should or should not do in light of what they're thinking. But it's really important that you listen to understand. So if you find yourself listening to a response, stop it and take a pause so you can understand. There's three things you can do to really get better at listening to understand, and we all can practice this, even myself. One, repeat what you heard before you respond. Because if you practice that, that means that you're actually going to have to listen to what they said so you can repeat it back. And oftentimes when you do that, if you're wrong in repeating, you give that person the opportunity to clear up what you misunderstood. The second thing is a lot of times we respond based on our interpretation of what they said. And it's always important that you ask clarifying questions before you respond, right? And last but not least, really it's important to confirm where you agree. I was really recently reading a book called Think Again, and the one thing the author talked about was the power of debate. And he shared how oftentimes when you're debating with someone, you probably agree on the majority of the points. So if there's 10 points, you probably agree on nine of them and may have a disconnect on the one. Oftentimes we focus on the one area where we disagree and not really focus on those nine areas where we agree. 
that helps to get you to a place of understanding. Now, here's the thing about listening to understand. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes settling your, separating your emotions from the reality of the situation. And let me tell you all this. I don't get this right all the time. If my husband heard me saying this, he'd probably say, she doesn't get this right all the time. But there's just an opportunity for us all to get better at this about listening to understand. But that takes practice. But even more than that, it takes a desire to get better, right? Because you're going to have to, again, go back to the last week. I talked about leading with humility. You're going to have to put yourself in a position where, like, you may actually not know everything. And in listening to understand, it helps you to open up your, your viewpoint beyond what you understood to be. So once you've listened to understand, then you ask questions, right? As a leader, you're going to ask questions next. I love this. My boss often says that you ask questions out of curiosity, pure curiosity, right? To get to understand and learn more. But that means you have to come from a place of humility, meaning that I don't know everything. So if I, if I position myself as a place from a curious place, I'll ask more questions. The one thing that's just fascinating to watch as a mother is how many times a child can ask a question about what you think is the most simple thing, but they're really trying to discover the world. And something happens along the way where we lose our curiosity and we just assume we know everything. But just think about, put yourself back into a child's place about how amazing the world is for them because everything is a new learning, new opportunity to learn. And there's not, it's not like you turn 12 and you arrive and now you know everything. Like there's still so much for all of us to learn. So really focusing on how do you ask questions out of curiosity? What don't I know about this situation? What don't I know if you're a marketer about this customer? How can I ask questions out of curiosity? The other thing um, that's a really good reminder is you don't want to ask questions that you already know the answer to. To some degree, that kind of feels like manipulation, right? I'm just going to ask a question. I'm trying to test you to see if you're going to get the answer right. That's not fair. So you never want to ask a question that you already know the answer to because it's like it's a waste of time. But really focusing on the things that you don't have an answer to, you don't understand, that's where you want to ask questions. So I'm going to close out this segment. Pen and paper, if you have it, grab it, or come back and listen to it later. With four of my most favorite questions. One thing I ask my folks when they share with me something about a project or a problem or um, a situation and they begin to land on what their assumptions are, I'll often ask the question, how do we know? The reason why I ask that question, um, and this again comes from the book Think Again, if you haven't read the book Grab It, it's a great book, is because oftentimes we are so adamant that we're right because it maybe aligns with our feelings or our own individual understanding of the situation, but it has nothing to do with the facts. And so when you ask the question, how do we know, and you force the person to really dig into, do we know this? Like, do we know this with conviction? You may actually unlock for them a level of curiosity. You may unlock for them a level of learning that they wouldn't have gained had you not asked that question. So I love that question, how do we know? And what I often end up in with that question is, it's okay if it's okay to say, I don't know, right? Because if they say, I don't know, then my next question would be, well, how can we go get the answer? But a really good question to say is, how do we know? 
The second question I like to ask is if someone's going to go do something or say, hey, JJ, I'm going to go and make, uh, you know, create this new brochure for this new product. And the question I'll ask them, well, what do we expect to see? As a result of what you're doing, what do we expect to see? What do we expect to get out of that? What is the proposed output? Because in that, that gives you an opportunity to say, okay, if this is what we expect to see, then it, then it gives you something to come back and check on whether or not we saw that. And if we did or we didn't, it's a great learning opportunity. Which ties out to my next question. What did we learn? Here's the reality. As a leader, remember I said early on that your job is to develop new leaders. And a part of that is helping leaders see what they've learned, helping them see what they didn't know before that they now know, and they now can apply to the future. But here's what happens oftentimes is we set out on a plan, we go do it, but we never pause to say, what did I learn and how does that influence my future behavior? Because we're so quick to go do the next thing. And so when you ask the question, what did you learn? It forces a person to stop, reflect, and, and find out what they learned because now that's something they can apply for the future. But oftentimes, if a leader doesn't ask that question, that person's not going to take the time to go do that because it's not a natural part of our discipline to go back and think about what we already accomplished because we're already moving on to the next thing. So as a leader, what, the great question is, what did we learn? So the last question is that I like is, what is our next step? And this is really to help the person hone in on a particular action to move whatever that project is or whatever that presentation is or whatever that action is a step further versus having a million things they could go do with no clear direction of what the next step is. And so again, oftentimes folks are so focused on doing that they haven't really thought through their next step. So that question of what is our next step forces them to stop and think more proactively about what they might accomplish next to move the project forward. All right, y'all, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the top five things to become a more effective leader. Next week, I'm going to start getting into a little bit deeper on when leaders do the hard thing. Thanks, guys.